Hey, welcome to How I Learned to Stop Worrying and Love the Bomb, a podcast all about performers' worst nightmares, bombing on stage. I am your host, Lauren Hutton. With me, as always, is my co-host. I'm Luke Fagenbush. How are we doing today? We're fucking great, dog. We're stellar. So good. We're interstellar. (laughs) Have you noticed in this house it is significantly cooler? Yeah. AC update. I switched the AC that I had dropped and fixed and put it in my bedroom, and there's a, a... tertiary ac up here bro the yeah. saga it's continues ac oh and we've got phil pointer on yeah, do you how buttery what do you think you of the cool oh man i'm always sweating regardless so this is actually cooler in here than my face would represent <laughs> <laughs> it's not enough to counteract the sweat <laughs> no, no. i wish i could say well i mean if we got some ice cubes we can go ahead and put in a fucking ice pack and put them around my dog head. we got ice cubes oh, i don't well, know shit. that's the only way to hey. And that's the only way I could truly represent the cool and crisp air that is blowing around us right now. Uh, yeah. Speaking of cool and crisp, uh, we got an episode ready for you. Hard guys. segue. Was- <laughs> <laughs> People were like, did they get sponsored by like Arizona iced tea or something? <laughs> nope. It's just Still Phil no. Pointer. And he went to... Limestone. That's had right, a dog. Blast. Yeah, we talk all the about best that weekend. Festivals in the country. Oh, absolutely. Or anywhere yep. else. Yep. Yep. Smack dab in Bloomington, Indiana. This year was no different. And then what else did we say? There were other things. Yeah, there was a lot of other things. Your, your proclivities. Nope. That was. <laughs> God damn it. Yep. That's that's what it was. That was the whole show. I'm a roaring piece of shit, and Phil Pointer was at Limestone. I Enjoy mean. the episode, everybody. <laughs> Something I don't know Ooh. what we got, but we Word. got something. I think you were complimenting my shirt. Oh yeah, it if was, you want to get back was. to that, uh, <laughs> please. <laughs> no, I you have you have a good shirt collection. I, Thank I you. admire yeah. your wardrobe because there's obvious thought put into it when you're picking things out at the Goodwill. Yeah, yeah. Word. And that shirt particularly, I don't know if that was a thrifting find, but oh, hot wow. damn dog, it's I nice love shirt. that shirt. It's it nice shirt. does. Our old DM, Joel, gave me this shirt because he found it in a storage locker. No shit. Yeah. <laughs> great shirt, He's great story. That's yeah. uh so did he like rent the storage locker and then he was just like, Oh, this should have been empty. But I it's... don't know. I, I like get to the, think I... of it more as a storage war situation. Just oh, kind he of bid on, that bid shit. on it. Yeah. Yeah. Bid on his storage yeah. locker and it was just like, yo, this box of t shirts. <laughs> Luke would love this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I, I still want to see the storage wars where the door goes up and it's just like so much cocaine and then they all just jump on each other bidding for it. <laughs> Are you kidding me? No, that, that episode would never get aired strictly because uh, yeah. someone, the moment that door goes up, Someone's gonna start grabbing bags. Oh yeah! Like that's that. No, like it would just end with everyone at the auction being tackled by the police. <laughs> they, they do like the little walk by, and some guy has a knife and he does the CSI thing where he just sticks it in and tastes it. And <laughs> like, oh yeah, that's pure, <laughs> pure Peruvian. Better still, the auctioneer just walks in there, sticks a knife in, and goes, "Pure Peruvian." Where are we starting the bidding? <laughs> and they just bid I'll, on it anyway. I'll take two children. I'll take your oldest two <laughs> children. Uh, 
<laughs> Come on, a boy lost his arm for this. <laughs> Just one? That's kind of a miracle. Yeah, yeah. You, you guys your... are trying to lowball me on this storage locker full of cocaine. What the <laughs> hell's going on here? Yeah, Do y'all know more... what the street value is on this shit? <laughs> Three children? What are you saying? <laughs> Do you, my favorite Storage Wars character was uh, Barry, the old guy who always wore like the skeleton gloves. I don't remember him. And That's not the yep guy, is it? No, yep. he's the worst. Uh, that guy sucks. That guy's a career asshole. I never really watched the show. I just happen to remember that shit happening every now and then. Somebody just, yep. Yeah, there was the yep yeah. guy. That was his whole thing is he just drove around buying crap, and then he'd resell it at his, like, he had a personal flea market. Yeah, I believe it. It was just a building with four booths, and he owned them all. But Great Barry, Barry was rich anyway, <laughs> no. and he just donated a bunch of his stuff and knew the guitar player from Aerosmith. I think I the am. bassist. Really? Yeah. Good for Barry. Didn't the yep guy, like, drive around with the word yep on the side of his truck? Or <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah, like Y-U-U-U-U-U-U-P. Uh-huh. Yeah, he had figured out branding, like, what way too soon. Uh, yeah, what a brand. <laughs> oh, my God. I didn't think we could get any lower or, or low brow than get her done. And <laughs> yep. then we reduced that to just a single yep. onomatopoeia. <laughs> hey, his flag means death. Yup. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God, Phil! How have you been, man? What is what is going on in the world of the pointer? Oh man, it could be worse, but I'm not, and I'm happy about that. You, you got Hell some yeah. galactic fried yeah. chicken. I got some what? galactic fried chicken. I've been hearing so much about galactic fried. It's What's good, the review? But the shit is expensive as fuck. Yeah, I got like expensive. half a chicken for fifty okay. bucks or yeah. something. Dude, like, okay, so I actually got the five piece with fries and a drink. Shit was twenty two dollars. Yes, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Whoa! Yes. Also, gluten-free, and I don't want that to color my judgment of it, but I think I missed the gluten when I tried it. Really? Yeah. That expl- I, As I saw you eating it, the skin was just sort of falling yeah. off of yeah. the meat. That's a gluten-free thing. You know, the, the mm. fried, I mean, the fried goodness just falls off for whatever reason. They always reason. say it's more expensive to eat healthy, so I guess that's the thing. Yeah, it tasted good. Yeah, it's good. But. I'm not going to try it. It looked delicious. I was going to go there. And then you told me that it cost, you know, f- the price of four meals. Well, I mean, you know, you don't have to get five pieces. You can get three pieces for $11. I mean, you know. Yeah, I can get three boxes. <laughs> nah, nah. I'm going to get a $5 biggie bag on my way home from hey, Wendy's. Man. And uh, I'm just going to keep doing that until. If, uh, if it wasn't for the fact that I've heard so much about this chicken and just wanted to try it, I'd have just took my ass to Richie's. That's like, fair. That's fair. Yeah. I think Richie's is still better. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah. Well, I mean, I haven't gotten, like, I ate the chicken tender they came because they're five pieces, one of every piece of chicken and a tender. Okay. Which I got to get it to them. Big ass tender. And it was actually, like, white meat. Like, you could see that they actually probably cut it off of a breast. Oh, And then right. deep fried yeah. it. So, yeah, it was tasty but yeah. i mean you gotta pay for quality you gotta yeah. pay for it to be healthy uh, also they serve alcohol and i always they do. appreciate that they do you, they have like a deal that includes like a high life or something they that do. comes along they with do it. <laughs> yeah they do they do they serve i mean the i was i was fucking eyeballing <laughs> the menu like hmm let's see nah, I'm gonna go oh, yeah. <laughs> did you see the like hundred dollar option that comes with a bottle of like champagne oh yeah 170 dollars <laughs> yeah. oh no 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 it comes with a bottle of champagne and it's served on fine china 
That's on the sign. Hell Why? yeah. Why is that on the menu? Like, it's like, well, I think there is something to taking fried chicken like to a to a more formal thing. Like yeah, the but Japanese will buy it on Christmas and eat it with wine, and wow. they have yeah. to reserve KFC fried chicken months in advance. Yeah, dude. Damn. KFC is like holiday get together food over there. They just they get buckets and they jam out. That's what I they do. I wonder if it's just the same quality that's over here. Like they I, dig into I a mean, greasy so. ass bucket of. No, I guarantee that the KFC in Japan, KFCs in Japan are way better than the ones in America. I mean, maybe, but that's not the true American experience. You want to get some fat Chinese people over there. I want KFC cooked in goose fat, Phil. Like, that sounds delicious. (laughs) Every sumo wrestler is like half KFC. (laughs) (laughs) I'm saying, dude, like, I, I I could take a few twists on some things. You guys see, you, did you see the meme that was going around? It's like the difference between American McDonald's fries and UK McDonald's fries. No. No. UK fries have like five ingredients. Americans, 17. Jesus. There's like beef oil oh, yeah. in it and like a whole bunch of other crap to give it that well, quintessential McDonald's we flavor. We have a lot of laws about preservatives, which is why we can't have like German chocolate. Really? Yeah. I did not know that. So, like, we have to have preservatives in things, or we're not yes, allowed. We oh, have wow. to have more preservatives. <laughs> Why would we do that? <laughs> Which I think well, because it, the so the preservative companies are making all the money. Well, yeah, and they have all the lobbyists. It does seem to be very easy to get the FDA to do what you want if you have money. I mean, you know, it ain't hard at all. You just have to have millions of dollars, and then it's really easy. (laughs) Actually, from my understanding, you don't have to have millions of dollars. You just have to have a company that will pay them a few hundred K a year, and maybe there'll be a job for them when they leave the FDA. I didn't just watch like a dumb show about this or anything. <laughs> Great. So you're telling me some asshole who's got who's had a really thrifty year can just purchase himself an FDA person? Uh, I'm telling you, it already happened. It was widespread, and the drug was called OxyContin. Cotton. Cotton. Really? Yeah. That's how it's dead spelled, ass. But I've always hmm. said OxyContin. And then I watched. Uh, I think it, it, it was it was called. Uh, uh, dope sick, and it's oh, all yeah, about yeah, yeah. West Virginia about and the, yeah. the opiate crisis and all that. Wait, is Michael I haven't Keaton watched in that, that yet? He is. Yeah. He oh, plays. Yeah. He plays a West Virginia doctor, just a small town dude. He's got like a hundred patients because that's the only adults in the town, and he <laughs> loves all of them. And he unfortunately prescribes a few of them OxyContin, and they all just go to shit. It's an amazing show. Go watch it. I have to check it and out. And apparently, it's pronounced OxyContin, or everyone in that show is dumb as hell. I mean, you know, I'm not in above Virginia? eating one of those. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Virginia or West Virginia? They so they they targeted specific states that had high labor jobs. West Virginia, coal mining places. West Virginia, yeah, yeah. That's why West Virginia is Jesus the center Christ. of the opiate crisis because a company just decided, yeah, we'll target them with this opiate, and then we'll get the FDA to say that it's totally safe, and then we'll tell the doctors to start people on a double dose because it's cool. Yeah. I like the drugs that I can buy from my friends. Right? (laughs) Yeah. Trusted individuals with neck tattoos and 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 cool stories. If it's bad, I don't have a government to blame. I can just blame (laughs) Matt. Yeah, seriously. Like if you're if you're angry at a corporation, that's not gonna get you anywhere. But if you can throw a dead fish into a dude's car and get revenge, that that feels like justice, right? I've never felt safer with my drugs as the time I walked into my homeboy's house and we watched Oh Brother. Where art thou first? I'm sorry. 
I need more details about all of that. <laughs> so when I was in college, I had a homeboy who was selling weed. And yeah, we're past statute of limitations. It's a few decades ago. <laughs> so we're good. Yeah, we had a homeboy that was selling weed. Legal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we're good. <laughs> and he just so happened to be selling like ounces for 60. Oh, nice. I mean, it was Alabama, so, you know. I could drive. It wasn't. It wasn't. <laughs> it, wasn't it wasn't mid, but it was good. It got you. It got the job done. Yeah. And I walked into his house, and they were sitting there watching Old Brother Where Art Thou, and I was like, "Yeah, hey, I ain't got nowhere to go for a minute." <laughs> so we watched Old Brother Where Art Thou. Is that the first time you've seen Old Brother yeah, Where Art Thou? That was the first time I've seen. Was it transcendent? I I just enjoyed the fuck out of it. That's all I can say. I, <laughs> It just became one of my favorite movies. It wasn't like an enlightening moment. It was just like, oh, this is pretty good. I'm going to watch this on my own sometime. Yeah. Like, that's about the most. <laughs> I love that fucking movie. I had a, a tape recorder movie. as a kid, and I recorded the songs off of the DVD so I could plug my headphones into it and listen to it at school. Word. You ever want to get made fun of at school? Get caught listening to a tape recorder. <laughs> oh, Not a cool look. Oh, yeah. Oh, fucking bluegrass music. <laughs> Yeah, it was not a good look see, for seventh grade. See, Lauren. this is the generational difference right here because you're saying if you want to be made fun of, listen to a tape recorder in school. <laughs> like, that's all we had was tape recorders. Well, what would see, be DVDs the... hadn't came out yet, and we wasn't carrying around no eight track player. That was just for the car. So fuck, cassette players was all we had. What, what would be the equivalent of what Lauren was doing when you were in school? A backpack with a record player in it. <laughs> yeah, a phonograph. <laughs> if you just walk through the hall singing to yourself. I guess that's about a mariachi band that follows you around. Yeah, this is my this is my band. They do my theme music. Play Jumper by Third Eye Blind again. <laughs> Could someone please tell the horn section to stop until after third period? <laughs> it's test day, please. I would I would always get self conscious on the bus about other people hearing my weird music. So I was just constantly taking headphones on and off. And like, right, right, right. It's like, oh, is this is this out loud too? <laughs> oh no, that's right. That's not how headphones work. This is just for me. Yeah, I had a lot of other things people made fun of instead of music. So that was kind of the last of my worries. No, yeah. Oh no, what did you like? Get I was trying for? to. Oh, geez, take your pick, dude. I was overweight, wore glasses and braces, and had asthma, and was allergic to everything on the fucking pl well, everything outside. So, you were good as long as you were yeah. behind windows. <laughs> Plus, I was raised by a single mother, was never really a violent person, never gave a shit about fashion. Not like, there's like a lot of things that damn. they had to choose from. Not yeah. like those cool, violent kids. I mean, you know, well, <laughs> hold on. You got to remember, I grew up in the hood. The cool kids were violent. Like, yeah, that's just how it was there. <laughs> I didn't want to. There was one kid who thought it was fun to kick my ass the whole way home one day. Oh, How damn. far away did you live? Like, what kind eh, of... It was no more than, like, maybe eight blocks. Ah, eight That's a lot blocks. of blocks for getting your ass beat, though. Normally, an ass whooping happens within, like, a six-foot circle, and yours was eight blocks. Well, it was a six-foot roaming circle. So, therefore... <laughs> you probably walked about 13 blocks. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It was like, it was just always six feet around. But that's like the chicken fight from Family Guy. It's just yeah. going yeah. on so long. Yeah. For real, yeah. dude. How old just were you? When that happened, oh crap, this was middle school, so like fourth, fifth, sixth grade, somewhere in there. No, shit. oh, yeah, I've been getting my ass kicked my whole life. Not <laughs> a new one, dude. It never stopped. It never stopped. Nah. Who was the last person to kick your ass? 
Not to just trudge up all of your physical trauma. <laughs> See, because now, because I'm trying to, because I literally, like, I haven't had a physical altercation in forever. That's good. Yeah, that's, like, really that's good. great. Like, the last time was I got punched in the back of the head at a football game in college. And just as me and my homeboy turned around to confront the guys that punched me, my boy saw that one of them clearly had a gun in his way. So we were just like, mm, maybe not. Yeah, yeah. not today. And plus, it was, and plus it was like, a, I went to Tuskegee, which was a small Alabama town, and you got people there feeding whole families on McDonald's. So right, yeah. that means that there was a ton of dope traffic through there. Yeah, <laughs> It was right on what was called the I-85 corridor, which was just dope running from, I think it was like Michigan to Florida. Why does America have so many yeah. weird highways? Like we have highways where drugs run through. We have highways well, that tornadoes I mean, rip through. Well, I mean, it's I eighty five, the actual highway. It's just oh, the, it's yeah. got a nickname. No, no. <laughs> I it thought was it was like the Bible Belt. Or nah, something. it was a nickname for the area surrounding I eighty five. So all right, yeah. that makes way more sense. Yeah. So, but I mean, so it was heavy gang population in that yeah. area. So, yeah, it was just one of them days where it was like, I could either swing back at you and possibly get shot 15 times, or we could just leave. Yeah, that's always an option. Yeah. Leaving's usually an option. It's, it's like friendly as you are. It's hard for me to imagine anyone in like our circle beating your ass for it. It's like, why would you? Why would? Why? I mean, you know, there wasn't, I'm not saying that I got beat up by people that like me. I mean, yeah. these were people that found a fundamental flaw with me and decided to exploit it for their own amusement. Like, that's this was the system here. Yeah, I love that, that you... Formula. He's talking about his bullies, and then you brought up our circle. And it's just like, yeah, all of our violent bully friends in our circle. I, I wouldn't put it past a... Uh... <laughs> Hey, oh, Bridget Denman <laughs> just tear your ass apart. You look at her the wrong way. Dude, have you ever seen Jeff Norris give you the evil eye? It's fucking terrifying. I, he has another eye other than the evil eye? Other than the kind eyes? <laughs> That's what he wants y'all to think. Jeff Norris is a fucking sleeper cell in and of himself. You just see him secretly like petting a bunny. And we're like, yeah, that's Jeff Norris shit. And then he breaks its neck. Yeah, exactly. You call it his evil eye. I call it lefty. Like, that's just Jeff. Somebody hands him a copy of Catcher in the Rye and he just starts shooting people at random. <laughs> Fiddler on the rut, get down! Just nobody mentioned Brooklyn. Just don't say Brooklyn to him. Oh, my God. All right. So I have to tell you guys about this wonderfully scary situation that turned out hilarious. Oh okay. Boy. I bought a VR headset. <gasps> okay. And when I say bought, I mean, I decided. Stole. No. Okay. <laughs> I mean. And when I say bought, I mean five-figure discount. Uh, I, I, I wish I'd done that. I wish I just walked into Target and tried to walk out with one. That would have been less terrifying than the anxiety I felt leading up to this purchase slash okay. transaction. I go to Dave and Buster's, right? And we play the dumb... No, okay, the backstory as to why I needed a okay, VR. Okay, okay. The VR thing there made me immediately have to get a VR. I spent 10,000 Dave & Buster's tickets on a VR headset. No. And I have never played skee-ball so much in my fucking life as but when I wanted that VR headset. I got in trouble for burning all of our credits on the VR machine. She wanted to play skee-ball and couldn't. It was a whole thing. Jesus. So we both decide we have to get a VR headset, and my brain locks onto that idea with the hyper-focus of all of my ADHD. Jesus. 
and I scour every single corner of the internet for anyone willing to either buy this PS4 that I had so that I could take that money and get a VR, or maybe yeah. possibly through some miracle, someone willing to do a straight trade, even though what I have is worth maybe $80 and what they have is worth 200 <laughs> Gotcha, gotcha. I find someone literally suggesting just that. I will oh, trade what? for what a PS4, fuck? and I get excited. I'm like, yo, I got a PS4 Slim, comes with two controllers, copy of Bloodborne, and The Last of Us Remastered. Are you interested? Damn. He goes, yes, I'm very interested. I was like, can you meet up today? Red flag number one. Yes, but I am without transportation. Can you come to my house? And I said, well, where do you live? And he sends me his address. I zoom in on the map. It's an apartment building. He sent me an actual address of like where people live. And I'm like, okay. Okay. Can you meet me at the cafe in front of your house? And he says, sure. Now, bear in mind. That's a a good idea. Right. Yeah. Yeah. On the way out there, the entire 45-minute drive, I'm staring at the guy's profile picture, trying to figure out if that's a birthmark or a neck tattoo. While figuring that out, I keep telling myself, they're not going to kill you over a PS4. <laughs> Five times, I had to literally talk myself off a ledge with those Holy words. Holy shit. I get there, and I'm having panicked thoughts. Like, do I want them to even see my, my license plate? Do I park at the, the gas station and then walk over? What do I do? And then I get, hey, what car are you in? Is that you in the gold Camry with the ugly rims? Oh, <laughs> ugly was the word he used? They're well, spray-painted bright yellow and green, Phil. It was an appropriate assertion. I, look, I, I, I like whether, the rims. I, I can see why someone would think they were ugly. Though. Yeah, yeah. It's, Here's it's the a thing. conversation I, Whether or not they're ugly or pretty, you don't build confidence in a total stranger <laughs> by just immediately insulting the vehicle that yo what's up what that the fuck your you shit get, hoopty <laughs> you get that shit out of junkyard dog what the fuck man now the guy in the profile picture that i am looking for is a young dark-skinned fella with either a birthmark or a neck tattoo short dreads okay what comes walking to me from across the parking lot are two 12 year old white kids with an oculus Quest 2 in their hand and I'm like that can't that oh I'm immediately taking off Fuck that's dumb, dumb shit am I about am, is this dateline am I getting datelined what's happening those are very young children no 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 you're not getting dateline you about to purchase stolen equipment that's what you about to do 110% that's what happened <laughs> yeah they roll up and I'm like hey Logan you don't look like your picture and he goes haha that's not and then his friend hits him oh hell he no nah. yeah that was a joke uh, I did a that really to be funny. funny joke. And I was like, okay, ha, ha, ha. here's the PS4. And he hands me the thing. And I was like, does it work? And he goes, yeah. And I was like, all right, bye. And I get in my car and I drive down the road and I turn the thing on. And he said, he was like, yeah, VR is just not for me. Sorry if it looks a little dirty. It was sitting in my floor. I've only had it for like a month. And when I opened the box, it was clearly a year-old Quest 2 with all of the wear and tear and dirt and smudges of someone who had loved this thing. And then I start thinking about it. I'm like, okay, one of two things just happened. I either just purchased a stolen VR headset. Oh, yeah, you, you did. did. Yeah, you did. From two very smart children that are running a I very don't know how smart good... I mean, <laughs> smarter running... than you. Fast. <laughs> I don't know how smart they are, though. I mean, you know. <laughs> They're making money at 12 years old. That's that's a certain level of hustle. Yeah, yeah. That's More because you exist. <laughs> <laughs> now, my only question is, because I would like to think they're running the business on their own. And they just found some stock photo of some guy to put up to make people trust to meet up with them. 
Well, now there's your problem with your flaws, a flaw in your plan right oh. there. So we're going to put a stock photo of a black dude with dreads to make white people comfortable. Yeah, I didn't do the math on that. <laughs> I, that was just a picture of the boss, right? Like, that's just the guy I that did. found two kids that live in his apartment building and were like, hey, run out to the parking lot and hand this to some guy. If the picture had a came with the profile name Crazy Eddie's, maybe. But you, <laughs> we're looking for Daquan, and you got Logan. I'm going to suggest that that whole profile stock photo picture... Yeah, you might well let that one go now, but yeah, no, I uh, the headset's great though. Uh, it makes me a little sad every time I turn it on. Yeah, but I mean, I, I you, think I bet you every time you turn it on, it makes somebody else even sad. <laughs> the person that gets stolen from is even sadder. I think secondary to having their Oculus back, they would have wanted to know someone was loving it very much. I see. I mean, yeah, that's a very optimistic way of looking at it. But if that person was me. I just want my shit back. <laughs> Fuck the no, no, right. I just want my right. shit back. No kidding, man. And it's like, oh, man. I actually want you to love it so when I get it back, it'll still work. <laughs> Take care of it. I'll be using you know what that I'm when saying? you're done. As soon as I find your address, that motherfucker's going back home where it belongs. So take good care of it, you motherfucker. Yeah, so if you're missing an Oculus 2 and you have a serial number, I will, I'll make good on that. I really will. Like, for real. If you can give me a matching no, serial number. I think they should have to go get your PS4 and Bloodborne and The Last of Us back from those kids. Because. Um, and I'm, then you can make the trade back. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you have my PS4 with my matching serial number and a serial number to the VR headset I currently have in my possession, we can work out a deal. Or you could just join our Patreon. You could do that too. <laughs> <laughs> we'll call it even. Do if we, you just give me money and go away? Is there anything on our Patreon? Have, have we launched that yet? It's it's live. Yeah, we were gonna <laughs> yeah, announce we it like a month ago. <laughs> we just did. <laughs> You know I think my that style? was the announcement right there. I slip things in without Join telling people. Patreon no, I don't. Wow. That is do not what I do. That is Never not what I do. That, ever that is not what I do. For any reason, at any Holy time, ever. Boy. Foot in mouth. Wow. That's what I slip in. <laughs> Shit. I don't know if you want to be talking about putting body parts. Luke, please take there. control of the podcast. <laughs> Danger, Will Robbins. So Danger, you, Will Robbins. <laughs> Danger, Will Robbins. You were a part of the prestigious Limestone Comedy Festival. A long-running festival with a rich history of booking stellar talent. Yeah, baby, lead us out of the woods, Luke. Lead us out of the woods. Uh, out of the did woods. You, lead us out of the felony. <laughs> <laughs> Do anything non-consensual in your trip to any, Indiana. <laughs> well, I did take advantage of all the sights and sounds Bloomington had to offer, but that's about the most taken advantage but, of I did. But it didn't say no. Lauren? <laughs> In fact, it invited you. Take only pictures, leave only footprints. Hey. But no, yeah, limestone. Yeah. No, was... that's creepy if I say that. Fuck, no. I'm just not going to talk. Holy hell. Every corner I try to go to is a bad one to sit in. I now see why y'all audition every guest to take over the podcast. It now has become Please, we need so help. much more evidence. Like, like, I'm a listener, so I've been listening to you all just basically attempt to hand the show over on multiple occasions. Just look, hey, can you please, please come back next week? And interview a guest because we seem to not have this shit down yet. So, what do you think all those swap casts are, I man? Just We're just see. like, do you want a better show? Here's one. 
Seriously, look, they have I'd, cameras. I'd like to think we learn. <laughs> <laughs> what if we learn? What did you learn at Limestone? Let's steer back into you. <laughs> First real question. How long before your submission did you hear about your acceptance? Okay, so... That must have been an anxious time. I'm just going to go ahead and give you the long fucking version of this story since we have time. <clears throat> so I found out that Limestone submissions were open this year. Because my wife came up to me and was like, look, you have to get into Limestone this year because I want to see Bob the Drag Queen. I forgot they were oh. yeah. one of the headliners. And yeah, and so the Thursday of Limestone is our uh, five-year wedding anniversary. So she was like, this could be my wedding present or my anniversary present. I was like, yeah, whatever. So I applied. <laughs> um, but No in, pressure. None at all, you know. <laughs> this is only the second time I've applied to a festival that people have gotten waitlisted five times in a row for, so no pressure. <laughs> but, uh, so I, I fucking applied, and, you know, it's normal fucking wait time for a festival response, whatever. Well, the original response that I got back was, you're waitlisted. I got waitlisted. Oh. Yeah. So immediately, what my wife and I did was we started planning a trip to L.A. Okay. So we had plane tickets, hotel room. She had a go pass for a bunch of different stuff, activities in L.A., yada, yada, yada. Well, <clears throat> about, I would say about a week after we made those initial reservations, she made the last reservation, which was our Renault car. She had found a nice little deal, made that reservation, paid for it and everything. The very next day, because this had to have been Friday, because then I went to the club and I was hanging out. It was when uh, Tim McLaughlin was headlining. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> Great dude. I got to work with him before, so it was good to see him again. He was like, yeah, dude, you're waitlisted. You'll get in. And I was like, yeah, okay, whatever. Very next day, I got the email. Hey, somebody had to drop. Boom. Can you still do limestone? So I immediately called my wife and I was like, yo. I just got in. We made all these arrangements. We immediately changed everything. Right. So we oh, were able to get the hotel. Yeah. I'm giving you, a, <laughs> you know more what? Of a heads up. I <laughs> was sitting up there like a part of me was honestly sad because I really wanted to go to L.A. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like I was like, ah, why did you bastards have to make my dreams come true after I already made another one of my dreams come true? You fucks. No. Bloomington's great. Oh, Bloomington it's is awesome. <laughs> all right, look. I had an absolutely amazing time in Bloomington. I really did. It was, we, because it was our anniversary, what we did was we got engaged in Indianapolis. So we went to Indianapolis and spent a week. Oh, and, that's cool. Oh, we had so much, dude. We went to the Indianapolis Motor Speedway and did like the golf cart tour. So we got Hell to yeah. go one lap around the track and then all the buildings and everything. Hell yeah. Uh, the next day, we spent the day at the um, Indianapolis Zoo. And actually got to do a meet and greet with a with a dolphin, which I'll show you guys what? the video. I'll show y'all the video in a minute. Y'all can post it to the Patreon. I mean, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> hear that exclusive dolphin content? What everyone's begging for? <laughs> but You've yeah, waited so. a year and a half for it, and we're finally giving hey, it to look, you, man. That I had, sweet, sweet dolphin footage. I had to fucking get it together Rolled for y'all. Beautiful I knew dolphin that, footage. <laughs> <Rolled> <laughs> that beautiful dolphin footage. No, but uh. So, yeah, we had a great time there. And then Thursday, which was our actual anniversary, we went to the Indianapolis Children's Museum. Hell yeah. Which is dope as fuck. 
Like I love that place. That's like a museum for children, right? Like it's, I don't it's, have it's, it's basically a museum. Thought. It's a museum for children, but it's like really, really involved. So even as an adult, you could walk around and be like, "Oh, this is fucking cool." Okay, I'm down with so, that shit. Yeah. Interactive like museum. Idea yeah. of a museum commemorating children. Where yeah, just <laughs> look like, at it. The child. Y'all remember Anne Frank? She was a famous kid. <laughs> okay, so here's the thing. On the third floor of their of the building, they actually have a section about children who changed the world. Oh no shit. Yeah. Ah. And so it really dedi- is a children's museum. Yeah. That's yeah. amazing. And it's dedicated to four kids. Anne Frank, Ruby Bridges. Ryan White, and I cannot remember her last name, but Malala. Okay, Ah. I know two of those. So everybody knows who Anne Frank is. Ruby Bridges is the little girl, little black girl, who actually had to be escorted by U.S. Marshals because she integrated a school. That picture of her being like taken up the steps. With a marshal in front of me, that's Mm -hmm. Ruby Bridges. Gotcha. By the way, who is still alive and only like in her 60s. No shit. (laughs) Yes. We, we should forget. get her on the so, podcast. <laughs> that's why all the people are like, man, that shit was so long. Do you know anybody who was personally? Well, this little girl had Literally grown everyone people. Everyone knows someone. You know, this little uh, girl had grown people threatening to poison her. So, yeah, Jesus actually. Christ. It's it was wild horrific. to think that someone would look at like a six-year-old girl and be like, hey, you're responsible for this. And she's yeah. like, I just want to learn to read. Yeah, dude. That's so, nuts. And then Ryan White, I don't know if you're all familiar with him. No. Kid back in the 80s who um, got AIDS through a blood transfusion. That's right. Uh, and the, he ended up, they ended up telling him he could no longer come to school because they were terrified of him being able to transfer. So he had to actually fight in court for the right to go to school. Jeez. And that was yeah. the kid where everyone's like, it's a God's punishment for gay people. And then this little yeah, boy this comes little up boy. and it's like, yeah, that kid's gay yeah. as fuck. Why don't you understand <laughs> you know about that? <laughs> Such this craziness. toddler's been sucking dick since he was in the womb, you fucking people. Are, are we sure it's still not God punishing for being gay? <laughs> I mean, it was one kid. That's not evidence. What was his daddy doing two weeks before he was conceived? <laughs> we need that family's bank statements. <laughs> one so. charge of being gay yeah. on your credit card. <laughs> Oh man! Oh my goodness! Who all was on the shows? How many shows did you do at the festival? I did two. Did two. Both of my shows were on Saturday, so we actually got there Friday, and I got to hang out. And uh, Andrew Rudick was also there. Hell yeah! Yeah. So I got to see his show on Friday, and then my two shows were Saturday. Bob the Drag Queen's two shows were on Saturday, so my wife abandoned me for my early show. I mean, she did <laughs> say to my late one. she was going there for a purpose. Oh, it look, was her right? anniversary look, present. <laughs> once <laughs> I saw that myself and Bob had identical show times, I was like, yeah, I'm good. She's not going to come to work. Yeah, right. <laughs> I was already accepting of that. So You, you were lucky she made one of your shows. She could have. <laughs> I was lucky that I saw her the entire fucking weekend. <laughs> I'm surprised she didn't go find out where Bob Drag King was hanging out for the whole weekend. It was like, I'm going to be over here. I'll see you on Sunday. Yeah, I'll I'll be spending my weekend Bob adjacent, yeah. uh, basically. Dude, he is or she? Does they? Do they go by she? I'm not a hundred percent sure. I'm okay. honestly not. I've always been like when they're in drag, call them she, and then when they're not, I don't know. I think it's personal preference, and I don't know Bob's purpose. I don't either. And the thing is that I got to hang out a little bit with Bob at at, at the after party on Saturday, so that was pretty cool. 
cool. Some of the coolest people yeah. I've ever hung out with have been drag queens after the show. Like, uh, I, I spent six hours smoking a half ounce of weed with someone named Queen B, and that was Word. a magical evening. I was like, dear God, another bowl? <laughs> why Why is another bowl being packed? It is 1.30 in the morning. you're smoking with the queen, my dude. <laughs> That's what they said. I'm not kidding queen, you. Dra- drag queens are so funny. It makes me mad that their their one number one goal isn't to be funny, and then they wind up funnier than most comedians. Yes. It's, well, and that's another thing I found out that I did not know. Apparently, before Bob started doing drag, Bob did stand up. Okay. That yeah. Makes sense. And Bob the drag queen oh. apparently won a season of Drag Race, which is why my wife yeah. knows about it because she's in love with that show. Gotcha. And apparently, the entire time, most of Bob's performances were comedy driven. Mm. So, uh, okay. So, and and then I think Rudick said he actually went to Bob's show, one of them, and was like, "Yeah, extremely funny, like actually a very good stand up comic." That's awesome. So I'm like, yeah, because I was, the, I mean, when I first saw it, I was like, oh man, how did, like, this is limestone. Y'all just letting a celebrity in the <laughs> limestone? That doesn't sound like y'all. And yeah. it turns out it wasn't. No. They it, actually picked a good comic. Yeah. I mean, that's what they do. <laughs> I mean, it is. With it is. the celebrity thing, they would be less likely to pick them. So Bob had to be that much funnier to get in. You know? Yeah, just yeah. to be like, we're not just getting them for the celebrity. Basically so. But it was, a, yeah, it was an amazing festival. Um, I got to, of course, see Chad Daniels. Right. Uh, I got to see Caitlin Palufo murder. I got to meet Ashley Gavin. She was on one of my shows. Fucking killer. Hell yeah. Man. Fucking killer. Uh, Irene too was another one I performed, That one of my headliners. Like, I just had great, like, my two shows on Saturday, you guys as comics will understand what I'm about to say. The first show that I did, it was a smaller crowd, but it was a damn good show. Everybody was on board. Everybody was into it. Yeah. Had fun. The second show I did was a sold out crowd, and it was way fucking better. So it was one of those kind of nights. The, the yeah. setup was like bigger crowd, but they didn't laugh as nah, much. I was expecting that. It was no. way better. Hell yeah. Yes, no, dude. this is... Bloomington Limestone has been going on, and it's such a good festival that they have good comedy crowds. Yeah, yeah. if you're buying a ticket for Limestone, you're yeah. a comedy fan. Yeah, like yeah. this is <clears throat> like if you're coming to the comedy attic, you're a comedy <laughs> fan. You know, yeah, it's 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 a really good club in sort of the middle of nowhere. Um, I mean, not that Bloomington's yeah. like totally the middle of nowhere, it, but it's. It I mean, is. it's IU. It's in, that's yeah, where, that's where IU is. Exactly. So, like that, I mean, that's the the, the that's little the, oasis. That's the only thing that makes it somewhere. <laughs> when I visited there, I had to drive through Gnawbone, Indiana. Yeah, and, dog. Yeah, yeah. Get so, you some of that Gnawbone. Cops are dicks there. I believe. Yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, but if you're paid by the municipality of Gnawbone, <laughs> you might have a chip on your shoulder. Or that might just give you license to be a dick. Justin and I went in the RV and we had tried to fix our brake lights because um, they broke and we were just turning our taillights into brake lights by putting red tape over oh, them. Oh, wow. yeah. And the cop's like, uh, those aren't regulation brake lights. They're, Bastards. They're supposed to be red. They're like, fuchsia or something <laughs> and it's like the one, only time that man has said fuchsia in his life. 
What's another word for red? Uh, That's the only time he's ever said fuchsia without including another F word. (laughs) (laughs) I learned the color wheel to bully people. (laughs) Is that fuchsia you got on you? Boop. (laughs) Periwinkle sweater wearing. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Jesus Christ. We don't allow you teal wearing boobs around here. <laughs> but no, nah, yeah. So, I mean, in super liberal town. Yeah. Like, that's the crazy thing about it being in the center of Indiana. Yeah. It's just the super fucking haven for just weird. Oasis and it's beautiful. independent thought. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, but yeah, it was just overall an awesome experience. And now I get to feature at the attic, so I'm ecstatic about that. Nice. Anytime you make the festival, you automatically are passed to feature at the attic. So that's amazing. That's awesome. I'm geeked about that. But yeah, no, it was overall awesome experience. So much fucking fun. Is there anything that happened in the weekend that you could consider a bomb? Other than your wife bailing on you for the first show? <laughs> or I, any other shows that have been I recent. I think that's a sign of a strong relationship. Yeah, that's confidence. <laughs> like, like yeah, I can I, dip on you for a few hey, hours. Yeah, you that's understand. Confidence. I know it's not going to hurt your feelings, <laughs> or that if it does hurt your feelings, you know why I had to do that to you. <laughs> well, I mean, you got to understand, we've been training for this our entire relationship because she never goes anywhere with me. <laughs> She's like, I'm not going to be around you. You, stay, you go. I'm going to stay home by myself. Fuck you. I remember the first time I talked to you on my very first podcast. I was like, so how do you make your relationship work whenever you're like leaving the house all the time? And you were just like, yeah, she just chills at home. Yeah. That's how she likes it. My wife is my wife is a true living introvert. Like she will come out and she will spend time with people, but it takes her a day or two at home by herself to recover. Yeah. So that that is my wife. So she I mean, she'll come out and have a good time and then she'll be like, yeah, don't talk to me. Right. For like a few days. Don't yeah. talk to me. My batteries are empty. Yeah. You people yeah. exhaust me. So, I mean, Wait, that... where is you? If I come to a show and you're not there, I'm like, man, this is this show. Like... <laughs> and where's Phil? <laughs> Still e- feel right. Even Phil didn't show up. <laughs> <laughs> I have... You want to know the fucked up part about it? You are actually not the first person I've heard that from. <laughs> I used that on stage and got uh, the biggest laugh because I'm like, Wow, look at this this crowd. Like, even Phil didn't come to this shit. <laughs> it's the best way to roast a show in oh, Cincinnati. Hell, yeah. hell fucking Man, yeah. I just like going to shows, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, There's nothing wrong with form, that. I, I think is, I yeah. saw you last night. It, it yeah. wasn't a show, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where there are two or more gather in the name of Cincinnati comedy, Phil Pointer <laughs> will be there. <laughs> Do you guys ever run into comics outside the scope of comedy? And is that ever weird for you? It's not weird if it's at a bar, but like otherwise it's like, oh, you're a person. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I ran into Chris Weir at Walmart one time. Him and his wife, me and my wife were in there like, hey. So, I mean, not really. I ran into Giles at Pet Boys and it was... Well, okay. That was probably more just me and him. I was just about to say, let's let's go ahead and call that cast of characters out one more time. (laughs) Let's run through the cast list one more time. It was me, you, and and Giles. Giles. (laughs) 
He was just at the <laughs> counter. And like, I'm used to Giles being Giles. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. What I'm not used to is Giles looking at me and giving me the same weird salutations he gives me at an open mic, which aren't really words. They're just like hand gestures and sounds and facial expressions yeah. and me mirroring his weird energy. So there's just two awkward goofballs just like, <laughs> I mean, that is the only way to say hello to Giles. It is. You That's just, really the only you way. You got to match his level or go to the bathroom. I, I don't know what else to do. Did he do that to the people working behind the counter? That's the weird part is he would turn it off like a light and look at them and be like, oh, yeah, thanks. Okay, bye. And then right back to me <laughs> and my coworker that I was there with. And I'm like, yeah, I know this guy. And I couldn't even say he's a comic. Like, the shuts got it. He was just like, that weirdo does comedy, doesn't he? I was like, yeah, and he's really good. Like, I don't know what that interaction told you about him, but it was probably oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> He just saw those sparks when he was looking at you. Didn't see when he was talking to the other guy. Like, ah, oh, that guy's fucking weird. Yeah, and then God just turns around. Yeah. So uh, how are we gonna do this? <laughs> it really was just like that. He just like took his keys and was a normal person. And then when he got back to my eye line, he just like these guiles again. <laughs> so good. By that, the demonic raised eyebrow, fake smiling. <laughs> yeah, looks like yeah. it's about to explode. How many chins can I give myself by tucking <laughs> it into my clavicle? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I love giles with. Group of friends just <laughs> murdered Sharon Tate. <laughs> I love Giles dearly, I swear I do, but the best thing in the world is to watch him lose his shit during cool shows. Yeah, that's so funny. That is the best shit in the world when he just goes the fuck off. And every time I've done cool show, man, I go off and I'm like, I feel like I did a terrible job <laughs> because the funniest part of him is calling out the terrible things on the show. I mean, that's because Giles is going to fucking go to the extreme with it. Yeah. At that time, he has put in work two, three days of work, wrote the script at like fucking two o'clock in the morning the night before. He yeah, is frazzled dude. at both ends from burning that candle yep. like a motherfucker. And, and now people just... are just like, we're going to riff on this for about 10 minutes and say some extra shit. And guys is like, God damn it. <laughs> and then he's smashing all the buttons on yes. the soundboard with his hand at the same time. <laughs> <My favorite. laughs> Pure frustration. Just I'm going to go home and shoot myself in the head. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so glad he's still doing it. Oh, well, I am it makes too. me so happy. I am too. Uh, Phil, dog, this has been a fucking blast, dude. Uh, it's it. Yeah, dude. Hey, it's hey. been a whole podcast. <laughs> Damn, we're, for real. Yeah, dude, we're Holy at it. Shit. The words of wisdom, we're ready. Well, did, wait, did you have any any bombs? Well, see, I thought of a good bomb for this show since I'm back again. Yes, that makes me happy. Hell we can no. run long. There are no rules. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'm 98 percent positive I didn't tell y'all about this one. Okay. I had just created a new joke. I don't know if you all have heard it where I talk about um the decision to be a white supremacist doesn't make sense to me because don't they real don't white people realize black people measure our success by the number of haters yep. that we have. Yep, 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 yep. Now I used to do a little dance at the <laughs> end of that one. <laughs> Where I was like, we're counting them too. Just one, two, you hate is my food. Three, four, da 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 da. I do that bit at Motormouth. Fucking murders. Yeah. Great bit. Standing ovation, big applause break, yada, Damn. yada, yada. You do the dance with it? Yeah. Okay. All yeah. right. Because it right. was new at that time. Right, so I was right. still doing all of it. I do a show at, I think at the time it was still Horseshoe Casino downtown. It was a basically black show, and I had to do 20 minutes. 
and I did 20 minutes to fucking silence. They Ooh. hated me. They didn't like a damn thing I did at all. Now, the reason why I bring up that joke in specific, I was like, well, this joke killed last night. <laughs> Maybe it'll do good Put here. It in the lineup. This will get them. So I do the joke. Complete silence, with the exception of one woman, black woman, sitting up front. Goes, That's racist. I was like, no, it's not. She was like, well, it's not funny. I was like, okay, I can't argue that. <laughs> that one's subjective. Like, I want to argue the second one, but I can't. Oh, the first one, no, damn you. But the second one. So that was, and I mean, it was just, it was a whole, it was a, like, cause I'm going to tell you who I was. It was a black crowd, but it was me, Jay Armstrong, Rob Wilfong, uh, Dave Dillinger, and Marcus Davis. Okay, and Marcus hell put yeah. it together, and of course, like they didn't like me, de- me, uh, Jay, or fucking Rob. They didn't like any of us. Okay, and of course, Dave Dillinger went up there being Dave, and they loved it. <laughs> and then Marcus went up there being Marcus and fucking crushed. Yeah, yeah. But I was just like, nothing. Did you still do the dance? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Yes. Oh, oh like the 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 joke was new. I was convinced that the way it was was the perfect way to do it. I no longer do the dance, but I think the dance is the reason why she calls you like that's race. I mean, just straight. And then the thing is, is that I think I'm guessing she must have just said it was racist because she didn't know what else to say at that moment. Because when I challenged her on it being racist, she didn't argue the racism. She just, she just shifted gears and was like, well, it's not funny. <laughs> I'm like, uh, okay. I don't, <laughs> I don't do many act outs, but even with it, when they are working, it feels like I'm self-conscious. Yeah. Doing and doing them when they're bombing. Oh, oh dude. It's like, uh, and I mean, don't, don't get me wrong. This was supposed to be a, well, I, y'all can relate to this, right? Like we measure our success. And they were like, yeah, no. <laughs> no. We, are, we are not, not only are we not with you on the concept, <laughs> we are wondering if you are actually not just a white guy in blackface right now. <laughs> because that shit was offensive. But uh, I mean, by your measure of success, you did get a lot more success. Oh, look, that night, I, that night <laughs> I murdered in the gaining of haters like that was a night where i could say i truly tacked on my numbers i up my score by at least i think it was like maybe 30 people in the room yeah up my score by 30 oh no it was it was a big crowd too oh yeah oh yeah oh no 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 because that's not even my mother's half brother was no (laughs) my uncle who i mean he's my grandfather's son with someone other than but that's not the point the point is, is that it was one of the first shows of mine he had ever came to. Oh, no. And it was just like, uh, <laughs> do, do not judge me by this one please? occurrence. Yeah. Pretty please. Come to luckily, more shows. Luckily, he has seen me do well at the That's club. Good. I'm happy about that. But it was just like, fuck. Non-comics don't understand that sometimes you go up and you bomb. It just yeah. happens. Yeah, it, it just happens. happens. To, to everyone. Yeah. But everyone. if they go and see one show and they see you bombing, oh. they're going to be like three years later. They're like, so you're still doing that, huh? Yes. <laughs> I mean, it's it's kind of one of those things in comedy. They always say you don't want to take big opportunities too early mm-hmm. because you will fuck it up. And then those people will never take another look at you. Yep. Same theory. 
Yeah. That was the first time my uncle was like, eh, I think it's probably going to be about four years before I go see him again. <laughs> Give we'll him some time to maybe get better. <laughs> Actually, I have another bond that's even hor- That's even just as horrible. Oh, please. Spread I, the butter, buddy. <laughs> it was just personally horrible because I got asked to do some jokes at a family gathering. Oh, no. Hell yeah. A okay. family Christmas. And mind you, it was like there's like 20 of us there at the mo- the whole family. And they're like, yeah, you still didn't come. Why don't you do a little bit for us? So I do what I thought was my killer jokes at the time. And immediately the first thing I hear, no laughter throughout the whole thing now, mind you. I only did like maybe three or four minutes. But the very first no- sound I hear after my own voice is my aunt going, yeah, it's hard. <laughs> it's real hard to do comedy. So, it's you know. <laughs> and I mean, my family's, yeah, yeah, it's hard. It's real. I'm like, ah, Fucking <laughs> like I'd have rather you just said nothing at all, like boo me something. Yeah, like don't, just don't, it's so hard to be I'm like, oh god damn it. Don't say that and then don't everyone agree I out mean, loud. Just, look, <laughs> while you're look, still up there. I mean, oh, look. Comedy god. takes some And not just while I'm still up there, while I'm still up there with a like, huh? Huh? What do you think? Huh? Yeah, it's hard. It's really difficult to do. I'm like, oh fucking fuck. Dude, I, I love the concept of like doing an act out in like a new joke and it working really well. Yeah. And then all of a sudden the act out stops working for some reason. Oh, dude. No, How no, no. many act outs do you have? You you don't have a whole lot, but like um, off the top of your I head. Had- the only one I can remember was one when I talk about how I uh, I spent $5 on gas one time and put it on three different cards and then oh, yeah. an act out of like taking the pump out and putting it back. <laughs> oh, yeah. Big risk taker there. <laughs> doing the pump act out. Far out <laughs> Jesus Christ. The person asking you that question does did used to do a slow motion Zoidberg on stage <laughs> oh. and you're oh, taking the, the pump out. Yeah. I forgot shit. about that shit. Yeah, you want to talk about act outs that worked for a while and then suddenly didn't. <laughs> Jesus. I, I was proud of myself when I stopped, like, standing in the middle of the sp- stage, not moving. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm pacing back and forth. I'm doing good work. Look at me up here. I got mobility to I'm my jokes. I'm not just frozen to this one spot anymore. I can move around now, damn it. My gas pump moment was a big thing for me. <laughs> Were you guys ever mic cord people whenever you were still nervous? Oh, yes. Just I bundling know. up wads of microphone Dude. cable in your fist? I, I checked Reddit before I started comedy, and that was one <laughs> of the things. So I found other ticks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I fucking, this last contest this past Wednesday, there was somebody, that I'm guessing that was their first time on stage. Big guy with a beard? Yeah. That's Pat Neiman! And he had all the whole mic cord just draw. I think it was, a, he just had the whole mic cord in his hand by the time he was done. Yeah. And yeah. I was just like, oh, God, I remember doing that. Yeah. <laughs> he he looked like he was gathering it like a harvester. Yes. Like he was about to sell it at market. <laughs> I, I swear, I used to just, uh, uh, like I, every fucking move I made, I just grabbed that bitch and had more and more of it. You run into a cordless mic and you're like, I don't even know what okay here's the funny part i started like holding my mic at the very bottom like where it plugs in yeah don't like that no well you know what i agree and i've ran into a bunch of them but (laughs) when you get used to holding it like that and you run into a cordless mic it's like oh shit what am i supposed to do now right like that's where where these three fingers go yeah you know (laughs) so now i'm just holding the base of the mic like i'm about to deep-throated or something. 
When did you like start figuring out good mic placement? Was that something that just started happening naturally or was there like an aha moment? There was more like please for me to stop being so fucking loud. Ah, that's okay. what it was. Yeah. Because yeah, I fucking I'm loud regardless. So right, yeah. therefore it was like, yeah, you know, first and foremost, I watched a bunch of my old sets. I used to yell every goddamn joke I did. <laughs> like I, I watched my old sets over the pandemic and I was like, Jesus, what the fuck is wrong with me? Why am I shouting? Like, I have at everyone. a microphone. What the shit? <laughs> so there was that, and then with that came like watching people do it. Yeah. And watching where the mic where they were holding the mic. Cause once I started taking that extra volume out of my voice, it was like, okay, well, can they still hear me? Oh, where well, I put it here? Oh, okay, we're good. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it was kind of a slow progression that started with a plea for help. I'm a chin toucher. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that works. Yeah, Picked I do that, that up from my worship pastor <laughs> in my, my church days. It was so weird because I remember the day that that guy got hired because everyone up until that point would put the microphone in a stand because they right. played an instrument. This guy just stood up there and confidently sang with just his voice. Word. And he touched it right to that dimple in the middle of his chin. And I was like, is that what those are for? Or did that develop over time because of what he's doing? <laughs> that is yeah. something that you will see every singer and person who operates a microphone has naturally. Yeah, like if you have that dimple, dimple in your chin, you have to go into entertainment of exactly. some sort. Yeah, that's what it's for. It's it's a, yes. it's a microphone divot. Do you guys watch like uh, people on TV doing shows and then they'll have the mic like at chess level and you're like... That's never going to pick up anything. Like, <laughs> uh, well, Bob Barker did that, but he also yeah. had like a microphone that was a foot and a half tall. So he kind of yeah. had to have his fist by his <laughs> navel, otherwise it would be behind his head. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, like Lewis Black holds the mic down there, but that's because he is literally yeah. screaming yeah. his entire set. Yeah, that's that's an EQ control thing. Yeah. Like, you don't want to blow out the sound system. Yeah, actually, whenever I see new comics do it, it's just funny. It's just hilarious. It's like, can you not tell that your voice is not coming out of these speakers? Yeah, I started like that, and I had to learn. It's like, if you can't hear yourself over the speaker, they probably can't. Yeah. At all. Yeah. <laughs> like, you are not reaching anyone outside of the first five feet. <laughs> and that's if you're projecting at all. Like, if you're if you're holding your voice back because oh, you're yeah. nervous and new and you're oh, not in the microphone... Yeah, yeah. Everyone's just going to be sitting there going, put it into your face. <laughs> Can't hear what you're saying. Don't care what you're saying. Just put it near your face. Wow. To work. We need noise. Fuck, I did it again. I did it again. <laughs> I, I can't say, say these things context in this order. <laughs> Jesus. Just put it in your well, face. Well, anyway, you wow. got words of wisdom, Phil. We're gonna... <laughs> sure, don't give me an opportunity to fix myself. <laughs> Oh my God! My words of wisdom: never, ever let Lauren Hudden edit your scripts. Don't be in never. a room w alone with him either. Like, I mean, yeah, because apparently he's gonna try to push it in. It's not. It's not me. That's oh, I'm not sorry. I slip it in. Slip it in when you're not paying attention. I apologize. Thank you, That's Thank what it you was. for getting it right. <laughs> Always want to make sure we got the right felony written down. <laughs> you know, the details are important when you're remembering them in court. <laughs> Do we want to end the show like that? Fuck no! Literally anything else would be fine. What happened to you this week, Luke? That's a pretty good... Uh it was a pretty good week. Good. It's good. Uh, I'm trying to think. Just went to work, you know, went out. 
enjoyed a show at the Woodburn Brewery. Mm. How was that show? That was pretty well. I'll tell you, I actually did not catch the show. <laughs> I thought it was going to be in the back, but it had rained outside. So uh, we just go and sit on the back patio and we're like, it's like an hour 15 after the show time. <laughs> and then somebody texted is like, yeah, Seamer's closing it out right now. And it's like, well, we can just wait for them to come outside. And <laughs> but great venue, great drinks. All the comics I know were funny previously, and I'm sure they were funny on that show, too. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, I did Hell have yeah. to walk right past the showroom, and there were glass doors. So if I had <laughs> looked up at the correct time, I could have seen the show going on. <laughs> but yeah, yeah go, go to the, that. It's like third Saturdays, I think. Whatever last... I love a strong plug. last yeah. Saturday was. <laughs> Do you have anything coming up, Phil? You got things to talk about? Uh, Let's see. What do I have coming up soon? Luke, how do we fill time while, while, oh, while it's not Phil be that looks long. at his calendar? You remember the Prince of Egypt? Oh, well. that oh God. Had some, that had some songs that slapped. <laughs> it really did. Unexpe- like, I'm not a huge fan of like Bible stories in movie form. But that was like part of the golden era of like 90s American animation, too. Like, yeah. There were some jams. Uh, 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 the Planet Treasure or Treasure Planet. It was like a space yeah. version. Do you, Daniel Water house called my haircut treasure planet the last time he was in Dallas. <laughs> that's such a good fucking he has the best fucking burns this one time uh Sean who runs urban artifact with me was in the north side parade and he had like uh these football shoulder pads on that he painted up and then he had like a bandolier across yeah, and yeah. he was like painted up he was looking oh, wow. very and like glow up uh, road warrior yeah Daniel Waterhouse looks like it was like hey you look like uh, you storm the capital of Valhalla. <laughs> <laughs> oh my fucking god, that's amazing! Okay, that was good. All right, so Phil, you got shows, you got things. Yeah, what you got? I got uh, Friday the twenty seventh. I'm at Beerkus in uh, yeah. Ludlow, Kentucky. So that's gonna be fun. Yeah, we've talked about and that place before. Yeah. The circus oh, yeah. spot. The, the, I'm sure the circus performers will be healthy enough to make it. <laughs> <laughs> Unlike Bridget's show where they got sick and they just that. had one juggler. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just the one guy. And he just keeps coming out bags. juggling different things in between comics. <laughs> yeah, that was it. That was that. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> so yeah, oh, I'm doing shit. that. And honestly, the next big thing I'm looking forward to is July 23rd when I shoot my special at Urban Artifact. Oh, damn, dog. Yeah, oh, so. yeah. Uh, speaking of Urban Artifact, if you're listening to this, or is this coming out this Friday, this next Friday? Uh, It can. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> Hell okay. yeah. Later today, if you're listening to this on Friday, Gwen Sunkel is up at Urban Artifact, and I feel bad for not repping that sooner because some of the shows I plugged came after that. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. We'll hit it in the intro. So yeah, if you don't go see Gwen, come see me at Birkus. <laughs> you can do both. You can do both. Maybe. I don't know. Vince, maybe. Fuck it. You can do both. Fuck it. Do it. Thanks for coming, Phil. This was a blast. Oh, I always have fun when I'm here with y'all. It usually does. Oh, my God. So fast. It gets easier and easier the more we do it. Hell, yeah. Just think, one of these days, you'll actually do it right. (laughs) (laughs) Hell, yeah. Thanks for listening. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Peace.